This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This is the Besotted Pride of West London podcast. Coming to you from New Griffin Park. Final whistle here. Monday night football. Fulham came down to New Griffin Park. They thought they could embarrass us. They thought they could take three points off of us. They thought there was no bees up, Fulham down. But today, the bees three, Fulham two. We got the result that we needed, the result that we wanted. And to be quite honest with you, it was the result that we deserved. What a great game, some great goals, some great vibes. Happy with that. Happy, happy, happy. I'm just watching the Fulham players going over to the, the seven fans that are left who are clapping them off the beach. Which is most respectful what did you say? <laughs> clapping off the pitch? Yeah, there's about seven of them clapping off the pitch, which is good, because most buggered off home early and, and missed their consolation goal. Great, great performance, mate. First first 20 minutes, superb, fast. They got back into the game, you know, they're decent on the ball. For the second half, we just went straight back to control. Some really, really good performances out there today. Damsgaard was obviously the first time I've seen him playing at that level, which is a real plus, but the regulars, the Ricos, the Pinnocks, the Tonys, the Bryans. Where did you stop? That was an awesome performance. And, and it was weird as well because when we scored, they scored their final goal, which we didn't know was at the final, in the last minute. Literally, there was silence because all their fans had left. Yeah, pretty much. They'll, go down, they'll, they'll read about it in the papers tomorrow or, or, or online. But it wasn't a great goal anyway. But it's a great result. You know, on we go towards Europe. Tony and Brian and Bumo. Tony and Brian and Bumo. Tony and Brian Tony and Bumo. Tony scored a penalty today as well. We were a bit nervous because we thought, oh, all of a second, we're going to jinx it by saying he never misses. No, but no chance. Uh, well, if there was one ever not to miss, it's against Fulham when you're drawing. So, standard A stepped up and slotted it in the net. Got to say, all round though, tremendous performance again from everyone. No bad performances. Dam's guard. Bit of a surprise to see him starting, but he was everywhere. My, for me, he was my man of the match. And, 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 and again, I mean, us old schoolers, I mean, we, again, 
If you listen to the podcast, Brighton West London, I had a few jibes talking about old school Fulham, 1981. I've got my friend Paul there, I'll talk about it in a minute. You know, where Fulham tried to take the Royal Oak and all sorts of stuff that was going on. All yeah. the stuff that used to happen back in the day. Yeah. But, but it was deep and it was dark and it was hard and, and it was lively back oh, in the yeah. day between Brentford and Fulham. Oh, right? yeah. You know, so all this... This stuff, great, this is lovely, you know what I'm saying? But it was a little bit oh, edgier, yeah. oh, edgier yeah. back then. Oh, yeah, I think if, if you're going back to those days, then there is only one team who you really used to hate, and it was full of 100%. 100%. And it's always good to get one over them, over on them, back in school, back in work, whatever. And nothing's changed on that front. You always want to get a victory over them. Uh, shame we couldn't do it at their place, but good to even it up, because they are a good side, happy with a win. Can't complain. You bees. Listen, what a result. What a, listen, what a result. Listen, listen, what a result. Listen, you and me, we've gone back, we've been going to Brentford 40 odd years together, man. Poorly boy. And we've been to Fulham games. I talked about it on the pod this week, you know what I'm saying? I remember you in the Royal Oak with your kickers on, mate. Your kickers on your and your your lowest chords. And about three million Fulham fans tried to get in there. And listen, but we we lived through those days. And we got the wins. Some losses, but we got the wins. But seeing something like this today makes it all the more special, isn't it? It was one of the best, most complete Brentford performances I've seen for, for decades. I thought we totally dominated the game, all but 20 minutes in the first half. But really, really good performance. All the players up for it. They all know what they did. Brilliant win. Against a decent Fulham side, it's got to be said. UBs. Listen, your listen, your first Brentford game, you're over from Texas, you got your Stetson on. Listen, what's your Stetson saying about this game? I mean, what are you feeling about the, the, the UK soccer? That is some of the best ball movement I've ever seen and some of the best striking I've ever seen. Great time, great win for the Brentford club. Great win for us. I mean, obviously you walked in there and you can feel the vibes. I mean, we're not feeling the Fulham. West, not only a West London rivalry, but a general rivalry. But you can feel... Yeah, the passion and the happiness when we scored those goals, didn't you? Absolutely. It was like I was in the game myself. It was the most impressive scores. The, the, crowd, the crowd was into it. I loved it. So glad to be here. Worked the journey over. And I'm going to ask you just one question. Is this, is this phrase correct? Bees up, pull them down. Bees up, pull them down. Hey, yes. Good feeling that. Ooh. La, 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 la. The whole stadium's all going off again. It's all going on. Oh, hold on a second. I'm looking in the far corner. There's no one there. There's no Fulham fans there at all. Not one. They've got home. Why? Because Fulham get battered everywhere they go. Ha <laughs> ha! They get absolutely battered everywhere we go. But the bees here, all the fans, the rest of the stadium is full. Everyone is enjoying themselves. We're having a laugh because to be quite honest with you, that was just like, it was like having a cup of tea. That was easy, easy peasy, easy pie. Or maybe not. Yeah. No, no it, was a, it was a good game. We, we took it to them from the minute one and we just kept on pushing and pushing and pushing. We were brilliant. We got the usual suspects in it. Ooh! La 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 Ooh! Excuse me, sorry. It's the moment. Here we go. You can hear it. Yeah, we got anyway. the usual suspects, Pinnock, Norgard, absolutely brilliant. The shout out to Dan's guard. It was all over the pitch today. It was brilliant. Chasing them down, pushing, pushing, pushing. We were great. Deserved the win. Yeah, easy life. Easy life. What an easy life. It's not an easy life, is it? Very easy when you've got 12 unbeaten now. I mean, you know, what a team. What a performance. Really put it in tonight. Uh, you know, Ivan Tony 
man of the match for me, but um, every one of them stood up and played. I thought really good performance by Chardé as well, coming on for the last few minutes. Really looks key. Set the goal, set up the goal, set up the goal. Absolutely. We are in such a great place. You know, when, when is this going to end? It's, we're in dreamland. Listen, we've got the man in the house. We've got the sunship in the house. I'll bring you flowers. Check one, two. Big, big UKG producer standing up here in Griffin Park, Griffin, New Griffin Park. And I'm saying that as well because people don't know. Sunship, big UKG producer. His house actually backed onto Griffin Park. He could climb over the wall to see the beast, the mighty beast. The ship, were you feeling the vibes today? Mate, unbelievable. My first time in the uh, new stadium. And uh, I, I first went to Griffin Park in 1972. And to see what they've come to now is absolutely unbelievable. I'm, I'm, I'm gobsmacked at the intensity and the enjoyment, you know, and the celebration of uh, everything. It's, it's beautiful. Love it. That's right. The original subject, I mean, we've been to loads of Bees games together. We've been down to Southampton. We've been all over the place. We've been up to Luton as well. Remember that Luton game yeah. that we went to as well? That was proper. That's jokes, though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But saying that, the, the sunship, things have moved on. I mean... The, the old days were good, but things have moved on. I mean, looking at that team there, I mean, what's your vibe? It's absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's the real deal. It's, you know, I mean, from from watching League Two football, you know, in like like 2006 to seeing this level, and you know, it, they're, they're, there's a lot of integrity. I don't see. I see the players. They don't think that they're big stars. They just like they're really doing a great job and the fans love it and they see that they love it as well yeah. listen mr ukg big time producer check one two i'll yeah. bring you flowers and everything else give us a ukg some ukg phrases and what went down today go on <laughs> i'm loving it loving it loving it we're loving it like that <laughs> you bees <laughs> go on the bees celebrate obviously just talk to me because you're celebrating you're dancing obviously are you dancing why are I'm you dancing, dancing. Because we beat the Fulham. And how was that game? Listen, it's first brilliant. game, first Premier League game between Fulham or second one. We don't, we don't count the other one. That doesn't count. This one. Brilliant, brilliant. Started brilliantly. Got the early goal. Sat back a bit. Then comes it. Didn't really care. Didn't really care. Frank knew what he was doing. Uh, he knows exactly what he needs. He knows exactly. exactly what he needs. Tony, Tony on the penalties. Rico, Rico had Willie in his pocket. And then throw right. a bit of Sharda in there. And a bit of Sharda, bit of making. all done, brilliant. You bees. You bees. Fantastic, teething, tremendous result. Yeah, well, you can't, you can't ever get tired of beating Fulham. Um, you know, I'm just a little bit gutted that they beat us early doors, but this, 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 is, this, this eradicates that from my memories. Um, really good game, let's be honest. They're, they're, they're decent. And, uh, but you've seen the table tonight. We're three points behind Newcastle. We're one point behind Fulham, two games in hand on them. You know, we are, we are really pushing for, you know, <laughs> high, high, end, high end of this table. I thought it's not often you could have five men in the matches as well. It was, there was great performances all over the pitch from Brentford tonight. I thought Dam's guard, I think everyone kind of thought, uh, raised their eyebrows a bit. Um, not really seen enough of him. Um, he put in a, a big performance today. He was everywhere. Big tackles. Uh, I thought Sharda when he came on was excellent. Uh, great to get an assist. Um, I thought uh, Jensen was great. Norgard was great. Uh, you know, Pinnock was just incredible. Tony, 
just didn't do anything wrong. Um, I, I, you know, I thought he was going to miss the penalty. Someone behind us jinxed it. So someone said, "Oh, he never misses the penalty." But oh, that was yeah, cool. Yeah, I'm not happy about that. Um, but he, he was right. He never misses the penalty. That was quite a close one, though. Um, yeah, just just a brilliant night. I wish it was a Saturday. Though. We could we could go back to the pub and party. But um, it is what it is, and we've we've done the Fulham. You bees. Bees up, Fulham down. Bees up, Fulham down. Bees fans in, back in the globe, touching you as I say. Sweet Ivan Tony. <laughs> Fulham get battered everywhere to go. Is that true? Yeah, it was, you know what? It was a good. The first half was very even. I thought Fulham were really good the first half. They kept the ball well. And I saw on our toes a little bit. We were very defensive. But like Jerry was saying, I think them scoring a goal really helped us because at our time it was just we've just got to just swarm them, close them down, not give them any oxygen to breathe and play their football. And we were just relentless. The second half, Damsgaard, Jensen, all of our players, just fucking ten out of ten, unbelievable. Just they just didn't know what to do. They couldn't cope with us, could they? You know. I mean, it's interesting because everyone's talking about Fulham. Everyone's talking about the West London, uh, you know, mini league. You know, we joke about it, but the fact is that the, the West London mini league is, is is definitely on. And the fact is that there's no two ways about it. If you want to look at how we're all playing at the moment now, we are the best team in West London. You know what I'm saying? By you know, yeah, are, by, yeah. by far, we are. Yeah. I mean, look, look what happened yeah. in that game there today. Just goes to show you. I mean, even Fulham in that first game that we, when we played Fulham in that first game, yeah. even the Fulham fans said to know, us, you yeah. know what I'm saying? They said, "Look, it we were lucky to get one." Only doing that dive when he could have shot of trying to get a penalty that cost us that at least, a, you know, we could have should have got a point at least in that game. And I, I think Fulham, technically wise, are a really good side. But the second half, they didn't have the ball. They didn't, you know, it was a West London derby, big derby, and I think they bottled it. In the second half, we just wanted to win, and they just. I think they just couldn't cope with our energy, enthusiasm and our determination as a team. They couldn't cope with us. And we deserve to beat them. 3-2 flatters them. 3-1-4-1 was what it should have been. But I've got to say, their fans were fucking disgraced. <laughs> it was embarrassing. You know, they've had a really good season. They've been playing great football, had some great results. And with two minutes to go, they've all fucked off. And you know, they, when they scored that second goal with a minute to go, well, we saw what happened when we played Kipiar the other year when they drew two all with us when we were two up with like a minute to go. But when they scored that second goal, there was no one of there. Picture the scene. All of your mates around, you've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order mug delivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure 24-7, 365 days of the year. 
let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's a cheer! It was silent, it was silent, wasn't it? It's fucking it was hey, most people didn't know it was a goal. I've never seen a goal celebrating so little in my life. It's absolutely fucking embarrassing. They should be ashamed of themselves. And like my mate, when they come over at the end of the game to clap their fans, my mate over there, Craig, said every fan will get a shirt because there's only 12 of them fucking left. <laughs> it was that embarrassing, wasn't it? Fucking embarrassing. Yeah. But what a great night to be a Brentford fan. Where, where are we? I don't know, eighth in the league, whatever. No, Lady says we're three points off Newcastle, fucking so it's un- like. You know. Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, and we've got there. I was, I was nervous. I'd have been up with a point tonight, seeing how good Fulham have been. But we were unbelievable today. Every one of our players, 10 out of 10. All of them deserve the stand ovation. What a great night, Bill, to be a B, you know? You beast. Unbelievable, you beast. But listen, what a game. What a game, what a result. Listen, like I said to you, there's a little bit of a ding-dong on the podcast. Like I said to you, I just thought that these Fulham games now, now that we're both in the Premier League, the sheen has been taken off because, you know, the, the jeopardy isn't quite there like it was in the Championship and in the lower leagues. You always wanted to shit on the Fulham once again, as they said. You know what I'm saying? And the feeling was great. But now I thought, you know, OK, yeah, we've beaten Fulham and they might go down one place from 7th to 8th or 6th to, you know. And it's not quite the same. However, when them goals went in and when that final whistle happened, the place went bonkers. So it obviously means a lot. But well, it means a lot to me because I was going absolutely mental. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah I was listening to it. And you were kind of right, because that first game at the cottage early in the season, there was like, I don't know, it was a bit lapsed, wasn't it, I think, from both sides. But tonight, I think the appetite was there, wasn't it, to come out and, and get a win. And, yeah, well, I thought, support-wise, second part of the first half weren't brilliant. But for the second half onwards, or start of it, excuse me, we, I thought we were brilliant. Home stands, home ends were good. Loud, noisy, creating an atmosphere, brilliant stuff. Um, the players, I mean, you know, people talk about Damsgaard having a brilliant game. But, I mean, you know, that's picking out one player. I mean, all the Brentford players had great games. I mean, just looking at the new injections into the side. In a way, Damsgaard's a new injection because we've been waiting for him to come. And it's almost like today's been the day that Damsgaard's arrived, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, can't ask, I think a few of us were surprised that he started. But then, saying that, he's had a couple of cameos off the bench. He's done really well. He's obviously worked hard in training because that's the thing we don't see is the training. So he's obviously working his nuts off and it showed because I thought for most of that game, I thought he was the best player, our best player. Uh, certainly first half, he pressed hard, won tackles, tried to create. Did his 65 minutes and the subs come on and, you know, he can go off and earn his bit of rest. I thought he was brilliant. But all the players that came on started you look at the bench now I mean it's not crazy isn't it you know you're bringing on just the silver and, and you're nil last season if you're nil well playing and started 11 we were like panicking now you're bringing them on you know off the bench and bringing them into the game to seed it up brilliant stuff yeah, and, and, and talking about bringing them off the bench Shada one of our new players who you know we're getting very excited about what he could be like and, and obviously like he's been in the camp for a couple of months now what a prospect he is. I mean, he set up that, what, the third goal. Yeah. The, 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 the little footwork, taking it to the byline and then just doing what he had to do to yeah. set up that goal. But to me, he's a really dangerous player because he doesn't... Sometimes you look at him think, he? But he can jump for the ball. He's skillful. Yeah. He's, he's got the pressing game. He's a great... He's, it's all going off in here. It's going oh, off here in the boat. It's going off everywhere. Off. <laughs> everywhere, like, you know... Loving it, loving it, loving it, loving it. Sunship was in the house today. Loving it non stop. 
Yeah, Shana. Sh again, he, he, like, there's no pressure on him. And this is the brilliant thing. Um, I think I said it in the tweet to you lot earlier in the week. If we're in such a high position, you can bring him on. Like, you he doesn't need an immediate impact. So you can just blend in, blend in. And now we start to see, like, the, his movement for the goal, set the goal up, created it, brilliant stuff. And you just know that's going to be confidence. He's adding on the confidence. So at some point, we'll lose Ivan. Whether, like, it's Shada that moves into the middle, we don't know that. We might bring somebody else in, but, you know, you've got to... I think that's the plan. Yeah. Right, I don't think that's the plan. Yeah. That is the plan. Well, there you go then. So now you've got the whole of the rest of this season to blend him in. So by the time you start next season, he knows how we play. The rest of these teammates know how he plays. And, you, you know, you work on it. It's great stuff. Still here in the Globe, just singing the dance and everything's going on. They've even played Michael Jackson for the Fulham fans. In, uh, actually, there's no Fulham fans in here because they all left, I don't know when, they left ages ago. They're all at home, probably watching match of the day. There's no match of the day for them to watch. They're probably going up, going through YouTube, trying to find that final goal that they never did see. But anyway, listen, we got the Falkirk beat in the house. As I said to you, people that may even know, we went to Falkirk, what, 30 plus years ago. Used to go there all the time and we were all there in our Brentford shirts on the terraces and then the Falkirk fans started to buy Brentford shirts down the high street because they started to sell Brentford shirts down the high street. And there was a weird link between Falkirk on the first division in the Scottish League and Brentford in the third division. Right, of the English League, but, it, but 30 plus years later, we're still here and the Falkirk boys have actually got season tickets and they come up from Scotland at least once every four weeks or so to go and watch the beats. And this is mad, and, th and you know how big the Fulham is. When we used to go to Falkirk, we taught you the Fulham songs, didn't we? Yes, yes, yes. And you translated it to the Dunfermline and how did it go again? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> You're, you're in the spot there, Billy. Are you listening? I just, I just remember. Oh, yeah. Are you singing? Don't film Are you listening to the song that was, was that? Was that? Okay, well. Anyway, I just remember I was talking to the guy in the pub the night, and uh, about 1992 when you came up to Aberdeen, yes, Falkirk Aberdeen, and the next day was Brent for Fulham, and Brentford, and we no, no, and we drove from Aberdeen yes, to Fulham yes, yes. overnight. No, yes. to Brentford overnight. Yes. We left Aberdeen. On a bus, and then got to Falkirk, and, and we got to Falkirk. And we drank. Midnight, you nearly, nearly dragged me onto a bus for the game, but I was sensible. You did, but we managed to drink two, two pints. Two Falkirk guys. I had no we, idea what they were doing. They were drunk. Yeah, but when they woke up on the M25, six hours later, they were on the, on the M25, and they had to go to the game, Yeah, and they, were, and they and had to get back home. Their mums have never forgiven them. <laughs> and their mums have never forgiven them. But uh, yeah, we still keep coming. and. Uh, but this was my first Brentford Fulham game. 30 years watching Brentford and seen us hammer QPR a few years ago. That was easy. But that night, 3-2 wasn't a fair reflection. That game was easy. We never even had to get out of fourth gear. Job done. Easy. Easy. I mean, Ivan Tony he is, he is a, he's next level in here. I mean, they're all great today, but he is. They couldn't really handle him, could they? And especially as he wasn't all the time playing a traditional role. He wasn't like playing... It wasn't necessarily playing for the middle, he's out in the wing, so they're thinking, what's going on? They didn't know what to do. I think, I think the night there wasn't a, a standout player for Brentford, but it was a team performance. You can't pick a guy to say he was the man. The night they all played well. Rico, if I had to choose one, I'd say Rico, but a great team performance, but easy. I mean, with two games on Fulham advantage with a point behind them, going to finish above them, so sixth, yeah, we'll have it. UBs. We'll take it, UBs. So... 
still in the globe here and there's all sorts of characters turn up and out the blue from Mallorca from Spain I know you say sometimes I pop off to Spain to go and see my brother and my brother turned up today and uh, this is what he does he doesn't tell me he's coming he just turns up at the globe at a Brentford match because he knows that I will always be in here <laughs> and that's what he did today again but then he got a bit of a surprise because he got a ticket to the game as well first I mean you've been to the old Griffin Park but how was this for you I've got to say it was um, uh, it was spectacular obviously I've seen it on TV but to go inside there uh, the atmosphere brilliant brilliant and also the result the result was 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 amazing um, I don't think Fulham deserves to get the three goals you know if they got one they would have been lucky but you know at the end of the day Brentford won and it's a brilliant game and I'm glad I actually showed up today and I'm glad you twisted my arm to go to the game <laughs> it was a bit of a twister as well and there's a, I'm just saying I mean the beast games that you've been to I mean I remember you went to that Chelsea game remember when oh, we were yeah, in the third yeah, division yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that was a bad boy game yeah, but that's yeah. division three but what is the difference? Because I mean, I remember you came back in the day, even before me. You went to Brentford, Watford. Remember yeah. all the little kids, yeah, like Chris yeah, Bader, yeah. Rob Bader, and all yeah. them lot. Delroy from Halfham yeah, Road in yeah, Islesworth. Yeah, yeah. You all went off with Chris's dad down to the Watford game, and I didn't. I didn't go to that. But, so you were even ahead of me on the bees at that, that bees game. <laughs> but the difference between those days and you know, and and then the nineties, and even like you know, when we were in the third division yeah. playing the Chelsea. Yeah. The difference. Just tell me in the team and. And they're set up. In the way they play, you mean? Everything. Well, everything. Well, first up, the ground. The ground, you know, goes without saying. The ground is amazing. I do think the ground makes a big difference. Um, got, wow, here we go with the song. Woo! Ground's amazing. Um, the team, I, I, I don't want to say, mate. I don't know if you can hear me. The team are just together. They're, they're with it. They're, they're on the ball. They're, no pun intended. They, they, they were brilliant. I can't, you know, I don't know what to say. They were brilliant. Sitting here with your niece as well. Proud day for her. She was in the, she did the guard of honour as well. The guard of honour today with the Brentford players came out and there were the flags and she plays at the Brentford ETC, the, the Emerging Talent Centre. And uh, they've got all the girls that are in the Emerging Talent Centre and the Development Centre to come and greet the players before the Brentford match, which is a big lucky omen. And like I said to you, having the brother here and having the daughter here on that today was an extra, an extra bit of luck. I think I should come over more often. Yes, I think so. <laughs> come, over, come over more often. We're going to win the Premiership, mate. Yeah, anyone wants to go to Mallorca, go to Spain, you can look him up. That's Is it, that yeah. tricky? That, that, that said, um, I, I'm after the You want me to come over? You can sponsor me to come over. Buy me a flight ticket. I'll be here, mate. I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, OK, we'll talk about that later. So, this is still here in the Globe. I don't know, it must be about four o'clock in the morning, actually. You know what I'm saying? Characters are inside here. And there's all sorts of characters coming here. Manchester characters here, Scottish characters, Italian characters. Spanish characters, all sorts of people flown in for the game because it's a big game. Fulham would turn around and say it's our cup final, but I would argue that maybe it was their cup final, the way that they left, they abandoned the stadium rather rapidly after we scored our third goal, didn't they? Yeah, it was quite poor. They did um, They did leave. Um, they, they weren't really there from the beginning, to be honest. Like, I heard no noise from them whatsoever. No noise um, from the Putney boys, yeah? Yeah, no noise from the Putney boys, apart from when they scored their goal, obviously. But the rest of it, it was absolutely silent. I don't know. I was in a West Ham. I don't know whether it's like a acoustics thing where you can't hear what they're saying on the far, or what people are saying on the far side of the stadium. But to me, they sounded really, really quiet. 
But listen, coming back to the game, this game today, I mean, listen, how happy are you? You come down from Manchester, you've taken a day off work, you come down here. Listen, we want to beat Fulham. I mean, there's always arguments. Do we, don't we, do we, don't we? You must have heard it on the podcast. Like, you know, is it, is it as big as it was before and all that lot? That was big today, wasn't it? It was massive. Like, I took a day and a half off work, not just a day. But yeah, it's amazing to come to here and just see us beat them. Do you know what? I didn't really think we were going to beat them. I thought today we'd see a draw. And uh, for us to just, like, outplay them, I thought we were amazing. Like, uh, the, the second half and the first half, they, were, they did dominate possession. But um, once, we, uh, once we came out of the second half and then got a penalty and stuff, it was only, like, only going to go one way. And, and the atmosphere and the atmosphere in the stadium, how are you feeling? Absolutely was amazing. Like, really, 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 really noisy. Yeah, yeah, all the songs, like, from the beginning, all the way through. Yeah, it was brilliant, man. It was a really... I'm so glad I came down. It was an amazing night. Always great to be Fulham. And, uh, come on, you beast. And I'm going to ask you this kind of question. I mean, this... this I'm just going to ask you a question because I cannot remember how this finishes. How does it go? Bees up, Fulham down. Bees up, Fulham down. Bees up, Fulham down. Bees up, bees up, bees up, bees up, bees up, Fulham down. This is Bisotti by the West London Podcast. Bees up, pull them down. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.